Hey friends, hey family, welcome back to Jesus Time, where we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And what is so cool about our times with Jesus is those times don't just have to be us sitting down reading our Bible, which is definitely part of it, and it's delicious, and I love it, but it's also times with Jesus corporately, whether it's at church or Bible study or a conversation with a friend. And today's Jesus time, what I'm sharing with y'all, is um, something that I learned through a Bible study. So I am part of an online Bible study called Zoom Unity. How fun is that name? And we just read through scripture and we talk about it. And it's so simple and it's so refreshing. And I really feel like I get to know God better when I hear what my brothers and sisters share about how they see the passage or how they see God's heart and his intentions. And um, and it's, it's really, really cool. So in our Bible study, we're going through Genesis right now. And the passage we read through that I will read today with you guys is Genesis 15, 1 through 6. And I'm reading out of the ESV today. It says, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward will be very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look, look toward heaven and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness. There is a lot that happened in those six verses. Even the heading of my Bible said, um, God's covenant with Abraham. So this is a big, huge deal. And Mainly, well, not mainly, but one of the reasons it's a big deal is verse six. We quote this all the time. It's quoted in the New Testament. And he believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness. That's a big deal. Abraham is known for his faith. I think other versions say, and it was reckoned unto him as righteousness. And that's amazing. He's known for his faith. Um, I was talking with a sister the other day and she asked this sweet question. It's like, Gisela, will the people in the Old Testament go to heaven if they didn't believe in Jesus? And I feel like I could point to this verse and say, you know, I feel like the people in the Old Testament were looking forward to the cross because it was always by faith. And that seemed to kind of settle it in her brain. That was really cool. So faith, faith was always God's currency from the Old Testament to the New Testament to today. So, okay. So that's amazing, right? Abraham is this faith-filled patriarch of the faith. However, (laughs) and this is where 
I really got encouraged to seek God's heart because I don't know about you, I am not always faith-filled. If God gives me a promise or if God reveals something to me, I am not always 100% faith-filled. I typically will look at my life circumstances and say, in my head, no way, God. <laughs> or really, mm, it doesn't look like it. Maybe, maybe yes, your promise will come to pass, but at a much lesser level or, um, or not at all, to be honest, guys, my faith is not always strong. So, and what I'm encouraged by is that neither was Abraham's because we are all flesh and blood saved by grace through faith by Jesus and the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth, guys. And I feel like God did that to Abraham. So let's take a look. So God initiated the conversation with Abraham. Verse one, if you're not Abram, I am your shield, your reward. Uh, your reward shall be very great. So God is giving Abram a promise. He is not yet Abraham. And then verse two, but Abraham said, <laughs> don't you love that after God's clear statement to Abram, he's like, but God, <laughs> verse two, but God, uh, but Abram said, Oh Lord, what will you give me? For I continue childless. God gave Abram a promise and all Abram could see was his circumstances. How can I be great if I have no legacy? If I have no flesh and blood to carry on my name? And I guess back then that was a big deal. And that was, that was the avenue by which people would become great. Honestly, I am not totally familiar with the culture back then, but I think we can, if we know nothing else, we know that Abram's heart is lamenting and not believing God can make him great because he has no kids. And then Abram continues to tell God, yeah, I mean, this guy from my household, he's going to be my heir. And he's almost kind of laying out to God what his future is going to be <laughs> um, because he has no kids. So I just, I also think that's kind of funny where Abram, and we do it too, is telling God, hey, let me tell you why your promise can't happen. Let me just spell it out for you because you probably don't get it. And the more I say and explain that, the more ridiculous it is. But we do that. I do that. Abraham, Abram has done that. But the Lord doesn't smite him for his unbelief. The Lord does not say, um, Abram, I'm going to shut your mouth for the rest of your life because you didn't believe me and just watch me work. No, no. God's tender heart is for us to have relationship with him and he will do whatever he needs to do so that we can receive his promise so we can believe him. And I think in verse five, we see the sweetness of God. Um, so right before verse five, the Lord says to him, this man shall not be your heir, talking about Eliezer, the guy in his, Abram's household, um, but your own son shall be your heir. Okay, so he tells him this promise, but then he, he being God, God helps Abram believe the promise. Verse five, and he brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and number the stars if you were able to number them. And he said to him, so shall your offspring be. 
The Lord gave Abram a visual. For whatever reason, inside the tent, Abram could not believe what God was saying. And God, in his loving, tender um, parenting, took Abram from where he was and brought him outside to look at the stars and say, hey, you don't get it, let me help you get it. And then right after God did that, then verse 6, and he believed the Lord and it, uh, and he counted it to him as righteousness. It helps me so much to know that God is in my corner helping me to have the faith I need so that God can work in my life. The faith that God requires of me, God provides for me. That's incredible. That is so loving of God. And I love meditating on that truth. Because just like that father asking Jesus to heal his daughter, this is in the Gospels, and Jesus uh, responds, but then the man says, I believe, but heal my unbelief. And then Jesus does. We can see that here. I don't think it was laid out in so many words, but that's exactly what God did. He helped Abram to believe. And God is in our corner helping us to believe. (laughs) So um, praise God for that. I hope that encourages you. It does encourage me because my faith is weak. (laughs) And I am the captain of the Hot Mess Express all aboard. But praise God that he cares for us and he helps us. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. I love y'all so much. Have a blessed day.